Welcome to Tales of Prowess, a show that delves into the mysteries, secrets, and oddities of a world that was once yours, now called the Wetlands. This show explores the small lives of those who live and die in the Wetlands. I will be your guide for these elapsing minutes. As you listen to the waves crashing against you, it is apparent that for the time being, you are one of us. A traveler, visiting from far away. So, traveler, let me tell you a tale. The tale of prowess. Amelia was bored. Her aunt Zoe had been gone for weeks. Her mother was fast asleep, and she couldn't play outside because of the toxic rain. So, she sat in the window, watching it fall. Secretly, Amelia liked the toxic rain. She liked it even more than regular rain. She thought it was beautiful how the clouds gathered and turned dark purple. She loved watching the sky flicker with ghostly green lights. Aunt Zoe said the lights were created by the Earth's magnetic field redirecting energized particles. Before Amelia was born, according to Zoe, you only saw those lights at the North and South Poles. Amelia tried to understand her Aunt Zoe, but it was a little confusing for her. But Amelia was glad they reached her in Bear Lake. However, her mother wasn't as excited. She said that the lights were evil. Once, Amelia's mother had shown her an old biology textbook filled with photographs of poisonous frogs. Aren't they beautiful? Her mother had asked. Amelia didn't understand why her mother could see the beauty of the frogs, but not of the rain. Things could be both deadly and beautiful. But Amelia's mother hated the toxic rain. She hated any kind of rain. Whenever it came, toxic or not, Amelia's mom panicked. She cried and ranted about how things used to be back before Amelia was born. As soon as the purple clouds appeared yesterday morning, Amelia's mother had wailed that Aunt Zoe wouldn't be back, that she would get caught in the rain and die. When Amelia's mother got upset, the only way for her to calm down was to drink until she fell into a deep sleep. Amelia leaned against the window and sighed. She was bored. But that was preferable to hearing her mother shout and cry about Aunt Zoe dying. Amelia wasn't worried about her aunt. Amelia was certain Aunt Zoe had seen the clouds and found shelter. 
Aunt Zoe went out on scavenging missions all the time, and she always came back. One day, Amelia would go with Aunt Zoe. Seeing the world beyond Bear Lake was what Amelia wanted more than anything. She wasn't scared. She was almost ten, and she was brave like her aunt, and like her father, she decided, though she never met him. Lots of people fled Bear Lake ten years ago, when the toxic rain first came, but not Amelia's dad. He was supposed to meet her mom and Aunt Zoe here, but he didn't make it. Amelia's mother said that this had been a community of summer homes, though Amelia didn't get the difference between a summer home and a regular one, but apparently all the families who owned summer homes on Bear Lake came here when, according to Amelia's mother, the world fell apart. Amelia's mother hated all those families at Bear Lake, but Aunt Zoe said they needed one another to survive. Aunt Zoe was with some of them right now on a scavenging mission. Amelia wasn't allowed to go on missions. She wasn't even allowed outside when it rained. Boring old water. A single cloud could send her mother into a frenzy, grabbing Amelia's arm and pulling her inside. Amelia pressed her nose up against the glass, gazing wistfully through the rain at the backyard. And beyond that, the forest. That's when she saw something move. Amelia's heart leapt. Everyone hunted to call the animal life nearby and ensure there wasn't anything that the rain could mutate into a monster. But Amelia felt certain she'd seen something big move through the rain, which could only mean one thing. A mutant animal. It moved again. Amelia was trying to remember where the nearest gun was located and rehearsing her lessons with Aunt Zoe when she realized that it was a person. A person she knew. Bobby? She said. Though, of course, he couldn't hear her. Her friend, Bobby, lived nearby. In the biggest house in Bear Lake. He wasn't related to most of the people he lived with, but everyone in the house called themselves The Family. Amelia's mother called them a cult. Amelia's mother didn't like the family, and she didn't like that Amelia played with their kids. Though, as Aunt Zoe pointed out, there wasn't any other kids for Amelia to play with. And out of all the kids in the family, Amelia liked Bobby the best. Amelia was sure it was him. Walking towards their house in the rain, she recognized his dark curly hair from far away. He raised a skinny brown arm and waved at her. Amelia's mother had told her many times that this was the toxic rain that killed everyone that it touched. But there was Bobby. He wasn't dead. He was soaking wet, but very much alive. Amelia ran to the door and flung it open. Before stepping onto the covered porch, she glanced up to check the ceiling for leaks. There weren't any. So she went onto the porch and found that doing something so completely against the rules gave her a rush of unexpected joy. Hey, Amelia, Bobby called. Shh, she said. My mom's asleep. I'll get in trouble if she sees me out here. Good, Bobby said. I was hoping she'd be passed out. I wanted to talk to you alone. Amelia didn't know what to say. It felt odd having a normal conversation with Bobby while 
he did the impossible. How was all Amelia could muster? I was, I was baptized, Bobby said proudly. I'm now a real member of the family. You can do it too if you want. You're, you're old enough. Amelia hesitated. Her mother had made her promise many times not to talk with the other kids about the cult. But then again, she'd already broken one big rule. What was another one? How did you do it? She asked. You walk into the holy water, and if your soul is pure, the new gods choose you. The holy water? The rain! It's called the holy water. You don't know that? Man, your mom doesn't tell you anything. Ignoring the comment about her mother, Amelia asked, You walked into it? On, on purpose? It has to be on purpose, or it isn't real baptism. If you accept the holy water, it might grant you superpowers. Amelia studied Bobby carefully. He looked the same to her. Do, do you have powers, then? She demanded. Bobby's smile fell slightly. I... I don't I don't think so, he admitted. But sometimes you don't realize it right away. I hope I got something, but... Well, Father says that not having to cower inside all the time is a real blessing. Like Amelia, Bobby had never met his real dad. But he called the old man who led the family Father. It's amazing, Bobby continued. I can go on scavenging missions now. With my aunt? Bobby nodded. If you're going. I, I will too, Amelia declared, hating to be left out of anything. You can't unless you've been baptized. Otherwise, you'll, you might ruin everything. That's just a stupid cult rule. My aunt will let me come if you're going. It's not stupid, Bobby said. And Father is really a prophet. He understands the holy water. It talks to him. Anyway, if you go on a mission and the holy water comes, you'd stop everything and find shelter. You'd slow everyone down. If you're unwilling to accept the holy water, you'd spend your life inside and afraid. That's not true, Amelia said. My aunt goes wherever she wants and she's never... Touch the holy water. What? Of course she has. How do you think she got her superpowers? Her... Her superpower? Yeah. Amelia and Bobby stared at one another, each expecting the other to say something. Finally, Bobby shook his head. I know you think your mom thinks we're weird. But she lies to you about everything. My mom is not a liar. You are. Amelia snapped, but Bobby ignored her. Father says your aunt can see and hear things that no one else can. When they go out scavenging, she can tell if a house is empty without even going inside. Amelia began to say no, but she'd seen her aunt jump to attention. Listening to something Amelia couldn't hear, she remembered all the times her aunt glanced out the window and announced that something was coming. Long before anyone was 
visible through the trees. I'm going with them, Bobby said. The next time they go scavenging, I'm going too. You're too young, Amelia said. You're, you're lying. Bobby cupped his hands and watched them fill with rain. I'm already 12. The more people go, the more they can bring back. Amelia tried to stifle her rage and jealousy. She balled her hands into fists and felt her nails digging into her palms. Bobby smiled at her. You could come too, he said, if you baptize yourself. Amelia felt so jealous at her. She was so scared, though. I might die. Father says we must embrace the new world if we want to be a part of it. If the rain is going to kill you, it's only a matter of time. If the rain is going to bless you with power, the sooner the better. Because we rely on one another. Our survival might come down to one person's powers. Amelia looked closely at the rain dripping down Bobby's face. She asked, How can you tell if you will live or not? You can't, said Bobby. The last two times we had a baptism, they didn't... The new gods called them home. So, so your father let people die over scavenging missions? It's not about the scavenging missions. One day, something will happen, and we'll need to either leave Bear Lake or defend it. Your mom won't be able to do either. Amelia fought back tears. But Bobby must have noticed them anyway. Look, he said gently. You don't need to do it today. I I only came because I wanted to talk to you. Your mom and aunt don't let us tell you anything serious. I just wanted to show you because you're my friend and one day I I hope you join the family and Bobby's cheeks flushed and he trailed off. I didn't mean to make you cry, he said. I'm not crying, Amelia insisted through tears. Okay, I should go, he said. Before your mom wakes up, I should let you know. I know she wouldn't want you out here when it's raining. I'll come back when it passes. Amelia watched him turn and walk through the trees. She didn't want to join the family. She didn't believe in the weird things they did, but her mother had lied. Amelia sat down on the porch, not caring if she got caught. She couldn't hold back her tears anymore. She cried mostly because Bobby was right. She was going to become her mother. Or she was going to step out in that rain. If not today, then some other day. Aunt Zoe lied too. It made so much sense that Zoe had powers. How many times had 
Amelia heard the story about her mother and aunt fleeing the city, carefully avoiding monsters and walking through the mountains to get to Bear Lake. Now Amelia understood. They survived because Aunt Zoe's powers guided them along the safest path. Her dad hadn't made it because he wasn't with them. He either died on the way or never even tried to come because he was too afraid. Amelia stood up. She wasn't crying anymore. She took a step closer to the edge of the porch. She wasn't scared. Maybe she should be. Even Bobby admitted people died, but he hadn't. Aunt Zoe hadn't. Amelia wished she'd asked Bobby what the baptism felt like. She inched closer to the edge. She peeked up at the clouds and the shadowy green lights. She imagined how peaceful the lake must be right now. Rain falling softly into the water. She could go see it for herself. She could go swimming with Bobby. Amelia imagined playing with him in the rain. She imagined running out to greet Aunt Zoe when she came home. Amelia almost heard their cries of joy. Or she could do what she was supposed to for the rest of her life. That hardly took any imagination at all. She would just be like her mother. Though Amelia realized she'd never really been the same. Because of her mother desperately missed the old world, she missed parties and restaurants and movie theaters and vacations. But Amelia didn't. She didn't want to go back in time. She only wanted to go outside. She only wanted the deadly, beautiful world she'd been born into. Amelia took a deep breath and stepped off the porch. listening to this episode of Tales of Prowess. This episode was narrated by Philip Jones and written by Mary Williams. If you like what we do, you can support us in the link in the description. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Find This Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you in the next episode of Tales of Prowess. Thank you.